0: Arkansas Row Crops Radio, providing up-to-date information and timely recommendations on row crop production in Arkansas. Hey everybody, today is July 13th, and we're going to give you a little update on what's going on, but as it sounds like everybody's wanting to uh, know, Nick, what's going on with the Section 18 with Indigo, I'll let you, uh, you know, give everybody an update on that yeah
1: that's uh that's pretty much dominated my phone calls this week and uh i probably have talked to a bunch of y'all and and told you the same thing i feel like a politician over here saying this but you know we work with the plant board the plant board submits it once it goes to epa it's really there in their hands. i mean i can tell you that we submitted it and we had a start date in there july 1 we're sitting on the 13th right now It sounds like maybe by the end of next week, we'll for sure have the specific exemption. Uh, I can tell you that we went ahead and submitted for a uh, today. And we're hopeful that maybe we'll hear something by noon tomorrow. Um, it sounded like EPA was, was open to that. But in the meantime, you know, technically it's not legal if we don't have that label. Um, I'm sorry, I don't have better news there. I, I can tell you, we're, we're doing all we can. Uh, but at the same time, you know, it it seems like a lot of these stink bug pressure is semi-moderate, you know, running in that 10 to maybe 15 range. And for, for that, you know, that level, if I'm going to spend 10 to you or potentially indigo money if we, if and when we do get that 18, it does sound promising that we're going to get it. It's just going to be a little late for some folks, and I, I don't know what to do about that. Uh, but I think I'm going to ride that for a little while and try to get to where I have some soft dough out there and spray one of those two products. Uh, frankly, the Tenshi supply sounds like it's dwindling pretty quick, if you can even find it at all uh allegedly there's more stored in some warehouses but it sounds like folks are having difficulty getting shipped in um you know lambda we've got a trial out right here beside the station on the grower and and we got over 85 percent control here's what happened there too we run about seven and a half eight whenever we sprayed uh we got about another thousand acres headed out around it so what stink bug pressure we did has diluted across that set on that 40 acre field so I think that roughly 80% control is extremely misleading there. Uh, I still don't think you can go out and expect more than 50 to 60%. Uh, it may look a little better early than what it's going to look like, but I don't think I would depend on it. Some of these higher numbers I'm hearing, you know, if you cut 40 on 10 down to 20, you're still in the same boat. You still got a ton of stink bugs out there. So if you're in those kind of situations where you run those kind of numbers, you got to spray. At this time, your only legal option is Chinchu, and trust me, we will update you as soon as we hear something definitive on that eighteen. Uh, but other than that, that's that's about all there is there.
0: Uh, Nick, what's your uh, kind of recommendation right now if you're running right around threshold on this? Uh, you know, first team? Okay i think it depends on i think it depends on what kind of money
1: you're willing to spend like if you wanted to spend lambda money i would say stick to closer to that five to ten range what the traditional threshold is i think if we're gonna run a a tenshu price tag or even the indigo price tag assuming we have it here pretty quick um i think i'm gonna try to ride that kind of population you know like 15 is gonna be my my kind of hard cut off during flower to milk where i'd like to go ahead and spray but if i'm running 10 12 i'm probably gonna hold for another seven days and then make an application if i still have those numbers because that should get us to the finish line uh the other thing we need to mention there too is i'm getting a ton of phone calls on 10, 20% 10 20 percent headed out there and i'm running 20 on 10 don't you think i need to treat me personally I think you need to put your sweet net back in your truck and, and come back in another four or five days because if you do treat you're not treating but 20 percent of the field the rest of the heads aren't out so you know those numbers are going to dilute and i understand you're concentrating that pressure more right there but be honest with you the past several years the data we've got it takes a lot more stink bugs than, than folks would be comfortable with out there deer flour and milk to really cause yield loss that's that's why I'm saying I'm around
0: fifteen percent and I'd prefer to be at least seventy five percent ahead yeah, you got a lot of data on that, and I mean, just from me looking at it, I mean we've been talking about possibly bumping the threshold up that first two weeks ahead and I mean in the future, so that's something that we're gonna discuss you know in future so. I, I will say if you start moving into that second two weeks,
1: especially if you got a lot of soft-dough, hard-dough, I'm going to stick to a pretty firm 10 at that point. Yep. The peck side of it, that I'm not saying they can't cause yield loss. There's, there's data out there saying that. But the peck side of it, yeah, you start exceeding really 12 to 15 there, and you're looking at getting pecky rice now to different levels depending on weather conditions and that kind of stuff. But – uh, that's why I want to stick to 10. 10 will keep you from getting to 15 yeah. during that second two weeks.
0: Yeah. Uh, you good with your ass, Nick? Yep. All right. Well, I'm going to move off into cotton. Uh, plant bugs, I mean, they still are a primary pest or primary concern of, you know, kind of this week. Um, but, Pressure isn't really bad across the whole state. It seems like uh, there's pockets here and there. I'll talk to one person and they'll have, they'll be running, you know, five or nine or 25 sweeps on uh, on adults. And then you talk to the next person and they go, no, we got them under control. You know, we really don't have any. Uh, but something I really want to talk about is getting reinfested uh, with these adults out there. I mean, you got to remember, people are putting Transform out, and it is the best product that we got for plant bugs right now. Uh, and they come back and go, man, you know, we sprayed five days ago, and I got just as many plant bugs as I had when we sprayed before. Well, what you got to be out there looking for is, do you got good square retention? Are you getting a bunch of nymphs out there in the field? Those are the things you need to be paying attention to because, you're going to keep getting reinfested with adults until, you know, they all are done come out of the corn or out of the weeds or whatever. Those adults are going to keep coming in there. You're just trying to keep hanging fruit on that plant. And if you keep having them, you're going to have to keep spraying them. And, you know, that's just the way it is. And so there's really not, there's nothing better than, than transform. And, uh, you know, so... There's not much else you can do besides go ahead and spray them again. Just make sure that you're hanging fruit and you're not getting a bunch of nymphs in the field. Uh, you know, before you think that you got a got a failure out there. Um, the other thing is, I've been seeing and and I read some other people, uh, I think in ag thatch or something last week, and I kind of forgot to mention it, but uh, I've been seeing way more cloudage this year uh than normal clouded plant bugs and uh just remember they're the only thing different about them is that we count them as one and a half tarnished plant bugs uh as compared to a regular you know tarnished plant bug which is just one per bug hey uh, man, it's clouded dark that common give me a description of it real quick yeah i mean they're they're dark they're usually just kind of a solid brownish color you know, a little bit longer than a regular plant bug and the big the key identifying characteristic on them is they got an elbowed antenna you know that first uh segment on their antennas kind of wide uh but then it just elbows elbows off of there so it's just got a little elbow in the antenna and you know everybody's got a cell phone nowadays that's got you know internet on it so if you need to look at a picture of one just google clouded plant bug and one will pop up and you can look at the nymphs too but they count as one and a half you know tarnished plant bugs uh because they eat a little bit more but you're not going to change your control tactics any away from a regular old tarnished plant bug uh the other thing i'd mention is i've been seeing and i've heard i've also heard some other people mention this is i've seen way more uh hoppers in cotton than i've ever seen in all the time i've been working in entomology uh every drop out there i'm it seems like i'm getting five or six or seven leafhoppers out there on a drop so just make sure if you got some new guys out there working for you if they're not getting leafhoppers confused with uh with plant bugs because they're both kind of the same color although they act a little different uh so just kind of keep that in mind Um, the other thing is, you know, we're about to get into, into some worms. Um, it seems like quite a few guys are kicking up moths out in field, out in soybean fields. It doesn't seem like I've heard much out of cotton so far, but they're kicking up moths in soybean fields. Uh, there are some people that are having to treat, you know, down in South Arkansas. There's some guys that are picking up 12 or 15 on 25 sweeps. Uh but then there's a lot of fields that, you know, don't have anything out there. And there's guys treating with uh helogen uh quite a bit now. They're picking up, you know, a few worms, a half threshold of worms uh out there and putting some helogen out or putting out um Corteva's virus product. My mind's went blank on what that can Harkin. Harkin. Thanks, Nick. Uh so they're running that right now. And that's a that's gonna be a really good option uh for small worms and you know, not quite at threshold. It may save you a uh, expensive application in the end. But if you are in one of these situations where you are running twelve to fifteen, you know, worms, I would recommend going with like a diamide. The looking at the uh the moth trap numbers that we've had over this uh you know, few weeks ago, we kinda had a long rolling population. And I think your chances of getting reinfested would be pretty good. And I'd, i I kind of like to stick with something with a, a good residual. Um, and it seems like they're kind of doing the traditional thing. You know, last year we were having worms getting into, uh, you know, canopied up beans. Uh, this year it seems like it's open row blooming beans uh, that the worms are really targeting. So, uh, you know, I'd get out there and, and look look for them uh how about sink boat Nick?
1: yeah you know it's pretty ironic it seems like every time we record one of these things we start getting pictures of stuff the very following day uh start to pick a, a few red bayonets <laughs> yeah yeah no kidding but we are starting to pick a few red bandits way south like lake village down through eudora uh it wouldn't surprise me if there's not some scattered around that Tilly Mcgee dumas area but for the most part what i'm hearing is door lake Village and, and look keep in mind if you're down there with red bandage y'all y'all guys have dealt with them quite a bit uh thresholds much different than regular sting bugs you know you're four on ten uh
0: 20 no it's is soybeans do what four on 25 this soybeans not rice oh on yeah four on 20 <laughs> four on
1: 25 uh you know up until r65 then you're going to go up to 10 and terminate r7 but you really need to put a combination out there of something whether that's a, a neonic and a pyrethroid or the standards been asphate and pyrethroid particularly by panther. one one of those combinations i mean they're relatively easy to kill from what assay work says but in the field it's sort of a different story with the way they can reinvest and and needing something with quick knockdown plus a little bit of residual out there uh frankly it doesn't seem like this year is shaping up to be a 2017 it really doesn't seem like it's gonna be quite as bad as last year uh and, and hopefully that'll be the case hopefully that winter helped us quite a bit and then you know still getting several calls on you know traditional steamboats primarily greens with a few browns mixed in and that's a whole different ball game there i mean that's that's nine on 25 of the R6, and then we'll double and terminate it R6 5. And generally with greens, we're going to be in the five-fifth and lambda type game versus browns, you know, maybe moving to to pass a fade, but no real need for a combination of that for those stink bugs.
0: Yeah. And the, the red band deal, I mean, it's like there's really not a lot from what I've been hearing anyway. Um, so, you know, real sporadic. but it seems like we got more than what I would have expected after this, uh, that cold snap this winter. So you can write that down as another misbred bug prediction, I guess. Definitely... um, but anyway, uh, I don't know. Anything else, Nick? Oh, I was going to mention spider mites. Uh, I hope this this rain up in northeast Arkansas has uh, slowed the spider mites down. It might have not completely knocked them out, but um, I think it considerably slowed them down. So maybe that's a, you know, we get some wash-offs with the rain, but maybe it'll reduce the spider mites. So it's kind of a give and a take with, with the rainfall.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's something to keep in mind, what you just said, wash-offs. You know, we, we hammered on crop oils and whatnot last week look that that story hasn't changed we need to this time of year it's a safe insurance policy to to help ensure a little bit better control and we're going out of airplane. some oil will help it get down better than than no oil
0: yeah and last week i sprayed out you know a couple trials and i got like 45 minutes I, i sprayed a bunch of trials out but a couple of them you know i got like 45 minutes on them before they got all washed off and those experimental compounds you can't get no more of that chemical so that's real good <laughs> but anyways uh
1: nick you got anything else that's that's it look i just like the past couple of years as soon as we know someone that's indigo deal uh i'll do a pest patrol send text messages that kind of stuff but at, at this point, I'm I'm telling you everything I know. If I knew more, trust me. We would, we would talk about it. But that that's
0: real- mean, if we could call somebody and get it done, we would, but yep. So all right. Well, if you need us, call My number is 501-517-3853. Mine's eight seven zero four five six eight four eight six. All right. Thank you very much. Arkansas Row Crops Radio is a production of the University of Arkansas System Division of Agriculture. For more information, please contact your local county extension agent or visit uaex.uada.edu.